Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris, and with me today is Todd. How you doing, man? I'm doing okay, Chris. <laughs> Just like that. Old and retired. <laughs> Just like that. When you retire, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> there was this old grape walking through the neighborhood while we were walking the dogs. He had on a cowboy hat and a suspender. Looked about a thousand years old, and he started talking to us. And I was like, "Hey, babykins, that's gonna be me in six months." <laughs> Just uh, talking to whoever, whoever they're out. I'm gonna start talking to people. It's pretty funny. That is amazing. Oh uh, man! Well, con- first off, congratulations! So you had your last uh, shift at the firehouse on July or June 29th. One call. Oh, brilliant! And it uh, was. I was nervous because there's been a lot of fires, especially on people's last days. Yeah, didn't happen. That's good. We had a guy that was pressure washing had his pressure washer in the garage, and the door from the garage opened into the house. Oh. That might create a little CO problem. <laughs> Maybe. What's that funny beeping sound? <laughs> sound. Wow, it's at 60 parts per million. Is this bad? Oh, man. You seriously? Was that like, that was the call? Like, yeah, yeah. pumping CO from his pressure washer the end of his garage <laughs> into his house. <laughs> and she goes, well, at least we got you out of the house. And I was just nice and smiled. Yeah. No, nice. you know, I wanted to say something else. Yeah, like we would have been fine just not coming not here, and getting <laughs> out of the house. I would have been a, a offer. <clears throat> oh man, how many tw- uh, how many years as professional firefighter? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Got years. a really nice uh, plaque from uh, first vice, second vice president Lee Trotter. Yeah, nice. Uh, I was in my shorts because I was working out. I had a very normal last day. I did not have a party. Right. Because I just had no interest. I just wanted to have a regular day. I didn't want to get emotional. Although JJ the next morning started to say some very nice things and I had to leave. Oh. They're like, aren't you going to stick around for your announcement on Firecom? I'm like, fuck no. Why not? Because I had no interest. I'm out. Oh, dude. But that was nice because I heard Hey Rose the day before. Yeah, cool. I recorded Box and sent it to him. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, 27 years. It's a long time. I got turnouts 31 years ago. Nice. So, yeah, it was surreal. That first day off was tough. And uh, I think one of the things that helped is I had sobbed uncontrollably about four days before my last day. Mm. Up in my recliner, just thinking about missing my guys. Yeah, you know my my homies. So <clears throat> not 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 missing getting on the fire <laughs> engine and saving lives. Yeah, no, it's, no, it was, it's a unique job. You know, I mean, we do we spend a third of our life with a group of people, and you know, it comes to an abrupt halt um, yeah. at a moment's notice. So. Um, First off, congratulations, dude. I have had an opportunity to work with you on a fire engine on several different occasions. And not only do you just make the firehouse fun, um, but you are a consummate professional. You um, are one of the best paramedics I've worked with. um, And you're just a great firefighter. And you retired out of the ranks of the firefighter, which I have always admired that. I have always watched people that are senior people that are in the firefighter ranks. And... You know, you clean the toilets, you do all that crap that some of us promote out of that position so we don't have to do that shit anymore. Um, But I've watched several firefighters retire out of those ranks, and uh, you, my friend, are one of the best. So congratulations. Uh, I really appreciate that, Chris. I'm going to drink. Yeah, congratulations. And I actually want to say, for selfishly, I wasn't there on your last shift, I had the week off. I was in Denver, so I was out of town, so I wasn't able to make it. A um, little disappointed, but it's okay uh, because I know I'm going to see you a lot in retirement. Yes. So, oh yeah, we just we just banged out like <laughs> four weeks in a row. I, I know we're on the books, no, people. So we're going to have some podcasts coming at you. Yeah, I got nothing in my way. 
Except we got for walks some, and bugging people. We got some golf on the schedule. Maybe some more golf will come on the schedule. I don't know. But then, uh, yeah, it's it's great. So, um, selfishly, um, I can say that um, I'm not going to miss you because I'll see you. So, oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to see my my boys too. We we planned a pool party over at Ronnie's. Nice. All the people that went to Mexico. We're like. How sweet. Let's get together. Let's yeah. get in the pool and, and have some fun. So I'm going to still see everybody. I got on the the committee to help with the union golf tournament. Yeah, you did. Make it my day. I have to do some unsavory things to teeter. <laughs> but you know what? I it's, He had scheduled it on the day that I play in the brown jackets. I was like, dude, you have to fucking change it. Yeah. I will yeah. do anything. So... Anyways, I'm now in charge of some stuff. That's awesome. And you yeah. and then you promptly turned around and scheduled it for my daughter's 17th birthday next year. <laughs> I gave him days. I said any day but that day. He's like, okay. Okay. Well, we, got, we got this and that. I guess we could do the 31st. Yeah. yeah I mean, we've Perfect. done it before. She knows it, so it's it's okay. You know. Exactly. We- it's it's part of being the daughter wife of a firefighter who's the first vice president and you know it's it's gonna, all part of the deal it is yeah and so guess what they're gonna see you afterwards you know what happened last time we toasty. played on you know what happened last time we played on the 31st we fucking won we did because i left early because and then that's right you, and guys you had told to keep me. it together yeah you had a that's couple why of we won because i kept it lights, together. You kept together and the rest of us were like Ugh. yeah um no i'm looking forward to it i you know i'll just tell olivia i'm like hey you know what just because i'm going to a golf tournament on your birthday means you can have a birthday weekend not just a birthday so. boom and i will make you breakfast in the morning and i'll see you tonight <laughs> there you go and maybe your daughter or your sister will make you a cake <laughs> oh man what else well, how been was going Denver? on oh yeah was- um Dude, I'll tell you. Have you ever spent time in Denver? I have. Love it. God, it's an amazing city. It is an amazing state. We made it down to Colorado Springs. Uh, saw the IAFF Fallen Firefighter Memorial. Um, that's, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, wanted to take my family to that. So we had uh, some time to be able to do some sightseeing. So we went down to Colorado Springs, which was maybe an hour away um, from yeah. where we were staying. And last time I was there was when we put Dan Schrader on the wall and Mm -hmm. there's tolls the entire way. And so I was worried about tolls, but the tolls have been paused. So there was no tolls. So we cruised down there. We saw the memorial. And then Olivia was like, hey, I just saw this thing on uh, Google, um, the uh, Gardens of the Gods or Garden of the Gods. And so we went out there, which was down in Colorado Springs, before we started heading back up to Denver. So went to Garden of the Gods. Is um, that like a, a huge <clears throat> garden? It's a big rock formation. It's, just, it's really cool. Uh, if you've ever been to Smith Rock, you've pretty much seen it. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, pro- it's probably cooler. And I'm not like a museum guy, so I don't read a bunch of shit. And, you know, I mean, it was right. formed. It was formed by you know nature and the gods, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's super cool. Um, uh, so did not disappoint. You can kind of drive through there and, and stuff. Uh, Do you eat any green chili? Pueblo green chili? You know, I didn't. Um, Dang it. Just I should have for, made you. I should have told you. Yeah, for one reason get or a, another. You did tell me. You did tell me about slopper. the green chilies. Yeah. Get a, get a hamburger just top with green <laughs> chili. Uh, so we were actually um, busy with softball the majority of the time. We did make it to two Rockies games. We made it to one. Uh, it's always so Lenore and I have a a life goal to see every major league baseball stadium in the country, and we're half over halfway through now. I have a baseball nice. down here in the divot room for every ballpark I've been to. So the Rockies ball is down there now. Um, so we went to a game on their day off, and then the team was going to go to a game a couple days later. And so we did that, just Olivia and I, because Lenore and Meredith came home early. Uh, so bunch of softball, met up with our district vice president, Mike Frenier. Uh, he came out and watched Olivia pitch a little bit. Nice. Uh, he lives out there, works for West Metro, I believe. Um, and then uh, ended up meeting up with him again uh, for some drinks, him and uh, the uh, 
Um, I believe it's the assistant to the general president, uh, Phil Cordova, uh, who mm-hmm. is also lives out there. So the three of us met up for some drinks, had a great time. What did um, you do? Leave Olivia in the room with her, with her iPad, or did you say, "Hey, you're going to drive me down"? No, and you're going to sit in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she actually went to the water park, Water World, um, with her team because they had oh, they fine. had lost the night before and they were out of the tournament, so they had a free day. Um, and I told her, I was like, "Hey, kiddo, I'm not just going to pay fifty bucks to just go in there and just do nothing. So, are you cool if one of the other parents wants to take you?" She's like, "Sure." So I asked one of the parents if they could take her and. Then I met up with Mike and Phil, and so yeah, it was it was a great time, dude. That city, that state is just phenomenal. We saw all the weather too. I mean, they had golf yeah, ball size hails the the golf ball size hailstorm the week before, and then when we were there, I mean, it was ninety degrees. It was thunderstorms. It was rainy. It was hail. It was tornado warnings. I mean, it was all the weather that we experienced. <clears throat> We have our friends, Michelle and Heidi, who live, I want to say, north, kind of west of downtown, so up above. Okay, yeah. And and so when we went downtown, it's just such a cool thing coming across that bridge, because over there to the left, you can see the Colorado Rockies, and over to the right, you can see Mile High. It's a very cool, it's intimate little downtown. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, we spent some time when, when the family, when we went to the Rockies game, we spent some time in downtown. So we, oh, we also went out to Red Rocks. God, we did a ton of stuff. Um, that's amazing. Yeah, we went downtown. Meredith had to do some shopping. Um, so we, <laughs> uh, shopping. Oh, we went to the state capitol. The building is amazing. Mm. It I I don't know what it is, but anytime I'm in a city, the state capitol, it's I like going to the state capitol building. It's um, interesting that Denver is the state capital of Colorado. Why? Because Salem is Oregon. Yeah, you've got in. I went to the Salt Lake City. Uh, Sacramento to, is yeah. the state for Olympia. Know, just, Olympia is Olympia. Yeah. We're used to kind of not the biggest city being the state capital, but yeah, Denver is. It's got a beautiful state capital building. It it is. It's phenomenal. Um, not air conditioned, by the way. So if you mm. go there, <laughs> uh, and then uh, yeah, we went to the Salt Lake City uh, state capital, the Utah state capital, a few, few years ago, and that's phenomenal too. But um, yeah, and then we did some shopping downtown. We did dinner. Um, and then the Rockies game, and then softball, softball, and then yeah, it was it was great. It was a great trip. Ready to come home though. I was very yeah. ready to come home. So. I I talked to you last afternoon after you got back, and you said you were going to go drink some wine with your beautiful wife Lenori. Yeah, where where'd you guys go? We went down to Twill, which is right off of uh, Borland Road here, just about a mile and a half away from our house. Uh, yeah, everything good. Yeah, they've got rosé. Uh, I'm a rosé guy. I I am, I am not afraid of admitting that. Uh, dry rosé. I don't like the sweet kind of... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But they actually... Last year, they came out with three different variations. Uh, this year, they had one. Uh, we bought a case probably three, two or three months ago. Still have some. Um, but yeah, anytime I go in there, uh, Molly, the, the wine... Uh, it's her and Daryl. Daryl... He manages the uh, paint booth for Boeing out at PDX, which you could see. Oh, wow. You could see the big hangar um, from oh, the seventh yeah. tee box at Broadmoor. Sure, um, but uh, super nice people. Anytime I go in there, Molly's always like, "You want a tasting or a glass of rosé?" <laughs> I want it all. I'll take glass rosé. She's like, "You know, you might as well just buy a bottle because it's better." So I just bought a bottle and had a couple glasses. Lenore had a little tasting, and then we came home. So. Sounds amazing. Yeah, it was fun. So, what else has been going on, dude? You want to get right into this, or you want to... Well, I beat everybody at the bums yesterday. Yes. Everybody. Everybody. Oh, you know, not the front, but the back and overall, so... But it was good. It was good. Yeah, just beating people from the blues at the great blue. (laughs) What did you shoot? Fuck yeah. What was it, 75? Nice. 
came in second at Triple Hill the day before, came in second. So I'm trending. But, you know, nobody, anybody that says, "Ah, I figured it out, they're going to shoot a fucking 90. So I'm just just playing good right now, and it can leave in a second. Golf is hard. All right, well, let's give a shout-out to our sponsor, Sisters Meet and Smokehouse in Sisters, Oregon. It's that time of year. You better be heading out to Central Oregon to play some golf. If you do, swing in to Sisters Meet and Smokehouse. Pick yourself up some stuff for your trip. Sisters Meet and Smokehouse can't beat or meet. And I, they're hiring. No, maybe <laughs> Olivia should apply there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Honey, me, me and her will just rent a house and sisters and I'll play golf and sometimes work <laughs> in the butcher. Yeah, there you go. You... you uh you're looking for a job. <laughs> oh man. Sorta. I don't know. I, anyway. You could probably you could probably find somebody to stay with out there. I think we know a few people. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, dude. We got a lot of stuff to go over. Let's let I just wanna let's have a conversation because this is the biggest news that we in the Portland area saw this week. Uh we knew it was coming, essentially. Uh but Damian Lillard uh, has requested a trade from the Portland Trailblazers, which, you know, um, years ago when Clyde Drexler requested a trade or demanded a trade from the Trailblazers, that one seemed a little bit worse. It just seemed like a selfish kind of move on his part because yeah. they had a good team, it seemed like. They were in a couple of championships, and they were that close, and – he was just, I mean, he. I, I'm not a big Clyde Drexler fan anyways, but I am a Damian Lillard fan. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit different experience for me when I heard it. I was like, it does, it, it makes sense. Uh, the, I blamed Clyde Drexler then. I blame the Trailblazers now. Um, I, I can't blame Damian Lillard for wanting to leave. He's given this organization enough time to build something around him and they he need- kept his. He he didn't say anything about nothing during the draft, right? But you know, he had talked to some people up there in the front office and said, "Listen, I'm I want to stay, but you guys better start making some noise." And there was not a single bit of noise. And I'm I'm sure, you know, there was some things or trades mentioned or. You know, we're going to try and do this for you, Dame. But nobody wants to play in Portland. And no. I, don't, I, I no. don't understand why. Anyways, nobody wants to play. And so then he's like, listen, you got to trade me, which means we are not going to give you away right. for some dipshit and a couple of second round. If right. it if we don't get the King's ransom for him, it ain't going to work. And I don't think Miami has it. What, you know, everybody's saying Miami, but there's a lot of other things. And I do not want some dumb son of a bitch like Kyrie Irving or that other dipshit from the 76ers, Harden. Yeah. No, that's not going to help. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. Um, I think what's lost in all of this is we just got third pick. Scoot Henderson, who has been by many people on ESPN saying he's ready. He is NBA ready. He is going to be an elite player. Is he? Well, so 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 that's the whole thing, right? You never know, right? This right. kid from France that the Spurs just took is supposed to be. I mean, the kid kid's going to he's break. seven thirteen. Yeah, he, seven feet. He's seven feet tall. thirteen inches tall and about a hundred and two pounds. I mean, the guy <laughs> the guy looks like he's going to break. I mean, he does right. not look. I mean, so who knows, right? But you always take gamble. But you know what happened years ago when the Trailblazers selected Sam Bowie. Right. Oh, Who was God, the third disaster. pick in that? Who was the third pick in that draft? Michael Jordan, right? Nobody really knows who Scoot Henderson is. But yep. what if this guy that the Spurs just took breaks a leg and goes off and does nothing like Greg Oden? Maybe I want to go be a dentist. Right. And then maybe Scoot Henderson's the next great thing. I don't, I mean, I guess I'm kind of at a loss. I mean, I'm a Blazer fan, but I'm just kind of also in that moment of time where i'm like you know what if dame wants to leave let him leave 
I mean, let's get something I, I don't for think him. He wants to. He's just like, listen, you guys aren't doing anything. I, I need a ring. I need a ring. Yep. I'm gonna come back here. I got my Toyota dealership in Wilsonville. <laughs> I've got other family members here. Yep. I, the Portland Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers are not a team that are going to win a championship with uh, three superstars. Never. Yep. They're just not. They had. They've had a chance, you know, in the past of doing some cool shit. Um, but I, I just don't think you're gonna. F- you're the the stars aren't gonna align to where you can find Damian Lillard. Two other superstars are gonna be with him. I just Portland's not that place. I just feel like gotten, I would have liked to have seen Giannis. Okay, and just seen what happened there, Jeremy Grant. But who knows? G- good for him. I hope we get a bunch of picks and some decent guys. Like I, yeah. I can just see it. It's like going to be fucking some fat. Like when, remember when we got fucking man child when he was still doing Coke. Oh, Sean like Kemp. 20th, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, God damn it. Everybody knew he was doing fucking Coke. Yeah. And we fucking got him. No, I don't want that. I don't want the hardens. I, I don't want Patrick Beverly. No, I will no. become a Utah jazz fan. If Patrick Beverly comes here, that's like getting uh, uh, Patty Reed. We're not going to get Patrick Beverly. We're we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of draft picks. Yep. Which unf- I mean, whatever. Um, I think they're yeah. I I think they probably are like you know what we're gonna get behind this Scoot Henderson and we're gonna ride it all the way to the bank and it's maybe all try we to got. get some that's all we got. That's all we got. <laughs> and you know what? We're in we're in for a little bit of a road. I don't think we're in for a long road. I think we're gonna get a pretty decent idea of where we're at this season. We're not gonna probably make the playoffs. Um but we'll see. I mean yep. it is what it is. I'm I'm indifferent. Uh it's not heartbreaking, but at the same time, you know, I kinda hope the best for Dame. You know what? Uh it is what it is. So Yeah. Um, where do you want to start? You got a few things down here. Um, well, I've got, I, I, I got something before I forget. Cause I didn't, we didn't talk about it. Pop quiz. New, <laughs> new, I'm not that prepared. <laughs> the, it was reported on, I believe coin that that's channel six news for those international viewers. That's our local, that's our local news station. It is our local news. They're reporting that Lloyd Center, which was the first super uh, mall in America with an ice rink, right? Wasn't yeah. it one of the, the, the cutting edge? Oh, cutting, Anyways, cutting edge malls. Oh, yes. right. It has the ice rink. That's where Tanya Harding used to skate. I bet you probably did a stint down there skating. I was more of a Clackamas Town Center guy, but that's cool. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's so sad. That's where Tanya was. Yeah. Was Tanya at Clackamas? Uh huh. I saw her there. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course she was. She she didn't go to Lloyd Center. <laughs> um, so n- now it's just empty. And, anyways, the coin is reporting that the city of Portland is looking at building a baseball stadium there. Yes, because I believe things are falling through for Vegas for the Oakland A's. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> and then the other site they're also talking about, I don't know if you've heard this one. It's in the backyard of my firehouse. Red Tail Golf Course. Wipe that How, fucking course off the fucking map and get us a I ballpark. Disagree. I Fuck disagree. I no. disagree. Wipe we that don't. fucking course off the map. And okay, and here's here's where I'll. I've said that before about Red Tail, but now that uh, Cox and Paquin are are in the men's club, I've played there a few times. Cox and Paquin are in the men's club out of Red Tail. Yeah, because they live oh. right there. Oh, well, I should and, I, sh- I should play with them one of these days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, we need more, or we can't be subtracting golf courses. If that one subtract, we can. <laughs> I doubt it, because guess what? All those other people are now looking for tea times, right? <laughs> Whale Valley, da-da-da. Now, all of a sudden, everybody at Eastmoreland, Rose Shitty, I don't know. I don't like it. Can you imagine the traffic on game day right now? Two seventeen twenty six is a fucking shit show. It is. They're they're doing in, uh, all the construction on two seventeen though. So. Oh my god! What a disaster! <laughs> if you have a game at 
7 o'clock, 5 o'clock traffic. Oh, God, it's a disaster. Hey, as long as we can get one view into the field from our deck at 53s, I'm all in. Oh, God, you're going to be going over there all the time. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> could you imagine? Somebody drank too many beers. Yeah. Oh, I don't have any time getting time off on game days because people want to come there and work and watch God. the game. That's that's the first bit of news. The second bit, let's talk about Bernhard Longer. Okay. That old grape. Guess how old he is. Does he walk around with suspenders, just walk around his neighborhood talking to Looking people? for people to talk to? <laughs> no, that's his caddy. I'm going to guess that Bernhard Longer is 68 years old. 65. Okay. Oldest oldest son of a bitch just qualified for medicare (laughs) right just qualified for medicare and just beat steve stricker in his backyard jerry kelly in his backyard and those guys are borderline flat bellies yeah and yeah that impressive i mean i saw i didn't watch a lot of it but man that rough was it was tall. The greens were hard as rock. I mean, the guy had like a five-shot lead at one point and then was like, ah, I can make a bunch of bogeys and still win by two, which was <laughs> what he did. And it was impressive. Good for him. He just passed Hale Irwin with his Bernard's 46th official senior tour winner. Yeah. Oldest. When- major winner on the senior tour. Congratulations, Bernhard. Yep. Um, let's see. How about we talk a little bit about live golf and things? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So uh, we talked about last week how uh, Blumenthal and Johnson. That sounds like a, it sounds like a, a, a lawyer firm. Right? <laughs> Blumenthal and Johnson. Had requested testimony from Greg Norman, PGA Tour Commissioner Monaghan, uh, Saudi Investment Funds Governor Yasser Al. I like to call him Al. Al, yeah. And uh, Ron Price, who is the, what is he? He's a chief operating officer for the PGA tour mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Dunn is a board member, you know, him and Jimmy and Jay were the, you know, instrumental guys that got that whole merger thing going. Yeah. Anyways, it, the, the Senate Homeland security committee's permanent subcommittee on investigation so requested those guys to show up and talk about this merger. And okay. it sure looks like, antitrust and what have you. Al and Gregory are apparently they're busy. Yeah. Yeah. Got a tea time at like eight 45 in the morning that day. (laughs) I I can't make it, but apparently Ron and uh, Jimmy are going to show up and answer questions. Nice. Very interesting. And I guess, you know, Al and Greg want to see what Jimmy and Ron say first. Oh, those those guys are going to be prepared. Let's see what I can get from their talking points. Because if I go in there, I'll do little bitches, little bitches. They're like 15 feet out. Jimmy and Ron are like 10 feet out. They're like, why don't you guys just putt out? Why don't you guys just putt out? And then we'll, we'll see your line and then we'll go. Is that cool? Yeah. It's, you know, everything we see here, read, I feel like it's not going to happen. Just, on the, that point alone of like Congress saying, no, this, this is not going to happen. It'll be interesting and to kind of see the ramifications though of it. Does it just go back to live and PJ tour? I mean, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I think it would. Right. But they have to agree to drop lawsuits. And now I think it's everybody. Cause somebody was saying Patrick Cantlay. I don't know if you saw any of that stuff, but saying he was trying to implode that merger because he doesn't see any uh what is that like he benefits from this oh and some people jumped his shit i think it was uh iman lynch 
had said that. Oh yeah, 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 Iman, because everybody was uh, coming to Patrick's defense. Yeah, because yeah. uh, <clears throat> uh, Iman Lynch had penned this editorial that said Patrick Cantlay was going to stage a coup d'état. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Coup, coup d'état. Coup d'état. Sure, there you go. <laughs> I don't know if we can say that on here. I don't know. But anyways, uh, a <laughs> bunch of people came to his defense. Uh, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, uh, Adam Scott wrote, penned a, just a brilliant, like, how can you throw this guy under the bus without even knowing? He hasn't even said anything other than rumors. Anyways, Iman Lynch got just roasted in the the social media worlds, and... I guess there's just more to come, and we, you know, we'll after July 11th is when this um, hearing is. Yeah, nice. And with that, there's been some other unearthing of uh, material, and I'm just getting right over here to it. Basically, somebody, this guy called Desert Duffer LLG, got a hold of the uh, documents for the live uh, lawsuit against the PGA tour. This is right when it started. And in, in these memos, there was this supposedly documents handed to tiger woods and like, Hey tiger, we need you to say this. And I'm just going to read a few of those things that they are, that this report is claiming like quote, This is Tiger speaking. Guys, let me start by saying I think Jay, our captain in this scenario, is working his ass off. Ooh, boom. Uh, I know it's easy to just motor along and play your schedule and do your thing, but you should know Live Golf is trying to take down the PGA Tour and take over golf. Um, But if we refuse to go anywhere, no matter how much dirty money they throw our way, that's our silver bullet. Tiger Woods responded to this allegation and said in the 35 words or less, no, No. A, I was never handed that. And B, I was never at that meeting, which was the travelers last year. Yeah. If he was at that meeting, it was via zoom. I I mean, I remember that. I remember that meeting and I don't remember Tiger being there, but, but there were also, I believe there was also a zoom option. Maybe it seems like familiar to that, but bottom line if this guy is seeing these documents, 375 pages, it might have been penned. Doesn't mean it was handed to Tiger. Doesn't mean that he said it. Doesn't mean he said it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But everybody just needs to calm down. And, you know, this is the discovery, and this is why we're having hearings, and blah, blah, blah. And even if he had been handed that, does it mean anything? Is it, is it damning? on the PGA tours that they would give Tiger talking points? Yeah. Tiger, well, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that he's smart enough to not say what he doesn't believe in, but because he's proven to us that he's made some serious life uh, uh, mistakes. Bad decisions. Yeah. But just because it was on there and said, so, yeah, I mean, what if he said those things? It's still his words, and he maybe believed that stuff. So I don't know, dude. This whole thing is just there. There, yeah. There's Everybody a long road ahead handed, of us. Every organization, when they're trying to accomplish something or stop something, hands their leaders. This is our speaking points. Correct. So it's not yeah. a big deal, in it's my not, opinion. It's not a big deal. And then my final piece of news, uh, Richard Bland of Live Golf, him and his group of Sergio, and I can't remember who God, uh, the guy, other dork was. That guy made a fucking name for himself at Torrey Pines in the U.S. Open, didn't he? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, anyways, they were playing in Valderrama. They, his group of Dean Burmester, Sergio, and Rich, they got behind, okay? Hole eight. You guys are behind you now. Have been warned. Play faster. You're like, oh, okay. Well, they f- they got further behind. And then at one point, Richard took 84 seconds 
to hit his ball, and it's hilarious. It makes JB Holmes look fast. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's funny. They're like, okay, so Richard pulled out his range finder, and then he picked a club. And, and they can use range. His- fi- they can use range finders on yeah. live. Nice. Okay. Then he pegged a tee. Then he put his glove on. Then he took a practice swing. Then he looked at his yardage book. And then he took another practice. And 84 seconds later, and they're like, hey, guess what? You just got a stroke penalty. He wasn't at the presser to to speak on it. But you get behind, man. 84 seconds. like 84 seconds. That's not too bad. I don't know. That seems terrible. Seems like Patrick Cantlay took like three minutes to hit one shot. Oh, God, right? J.B. Holmes took 14 fucking minutes <laughs> to hit a shot at Torrey Pines on 18. It's like waiting for the wind to shift. They're like, oh, the wind. It says the wind will shift in about 10 minutes. Let's just wait this one out. And I still don't think he's finished that round. I wish the PGA Tour would get on board and start doing this. Well, they and put it, people on the clock. They just never they penalize. Never penalize they never them. penalize anybody. Penalize them. And I think they should, because that's the only way. Yeah. Anything else, dude? That's all I have for news. I got the match, so I didn't Ooh, watch a lick. One. I didn't watch a lick of this, nor was I planning on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was out in Las Vegas uh, at the um, the Win Golf Course there, where they had the uh, Brady one. Uh, Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and then a couple Steph professional Curry. golfers, right? No, Steph Curry, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I thought they had a couple Tom professional Brady, golfers. And the fourth was... Oh, DeChambeau and Kepka were in there. Oh, that might have been a different one. That yeah. might have been during the COVIDs. Yeah, I don't know. But I thought this was the first match without a professional golfer in it because they were making a big deal about it. Who's going to watch this? Right. Um, so they had Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey against Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. And then Draymond Green was making a fucking clown of himself out there on the greens. I also saw uh, the big linebacker from Denver, Vaughn Miller. Who's oh, yeah. Up. He was there. He's I a chief. Watched- Is he a chief now? Yep. Oh, shit. He, he won the Super Bowl with the Rams. Yes, he did. Yeah. I watched the match. We were the whole work. thing. I feel well. It was during dinner, so we kind of watched it. Was that your last? In, that was your last shift. Yeah, and there we go. Let's watch sports. Is a wasteland right now, unless it's baseball. There's no football. There's no basketball. Yeah. So you get golf or baseball. So we watched the match, and I was kind of mildly entertained. A just because like watching Kelsey and. uh the other, not Steph, but the other guy, Clay Thompson. Oh yeah, it's like it's like going out to the men's club at Triple Hill mm-hmm. or the Bums. Just you know, sometimes they hit great shots and sometimes they hit stinkers. Oh, because Mahomes is pretty good. Steph Curry by far is the best out of that group. He's actually got some sponsors exemption to some corn fairy tour events. Yes, uh, Mahomes and Kelsey won, and Mahomes made everything he looked at putting-wise. 15 feet, no nice. problem. 7 feet, no problem. And what I respected the most was everybody had a cooler. He went to the cooler, driving <laughs> to the first tee, pulling out a Coors Light. Hell yeah. So it, it was it was, it was was more entertaining than, than Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Maybe I should have watched opinion. it then. Maybe I kind of undersold it for myself. But side note, so my nephew, Rafe... Uh, turned 21. Uh, I'm going to get the date wrong, but he turned 21 last week and my sister and brother-in-law took him to Las Vegas for his 21st birthday. So he was down there with, Holy cow. He was down there with a few of his friends for a couple of nights. So happy birthday, Rafe. Um, he met, uh, Patrick Mahomes brother who I'm not. Oh my God. That guy's in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? Uh, and and I believe Patrick Mahomes' dad was with him, like maybe kind of like uh, just keeping a leash on this kid, like yeah. making sure he doesn't get any. Patrick says to his dad, Dad, can you watch yeah. your son, your yeah. other son, and my brother? <laughs> right. He's fucking train wreck. So they met him at like uh, a nightclub, I guess. Rafe and a few of his buddies were at this nightclub. 
And I think they started hanging out with him, like talked oh, to him wow. for quite a bit, and then ended up getting his table as he left. Um, but you anyways, drink all that vodka, right? Right. What's left? Right. So that, that sounds amazing. My so it's funny because my sister and my brother in law, well, and my mom and I went to Las Vegas for my twenty first birthday, twenty six years ago and so it's Jesus. it's very cool that uh they took rafe i wish i could have gone um i was invited uh but i had other obligations we were going to denver at the time so couldn't make it work but i'm sure there will probably be other opportunities in the future to be able to spend some time with rafe in las vegas which i would be looking forward to and i gave him for his birthday i gave him some money for the for the casinos, not a ton, maybe 50, 75 bucks. Can't remember. All right. <clears throat> Told him to put it all in black. I don't know if he did. I did play some slot machines um, that I advised him to go play. Buffalo. Uh, but I, Buffalo. I did. <laughs> if, you, Buffalo. if you see a Buffalo on yeah. a, <laughs> yeah. a one arm bandit, there you go. go to it. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, gave him a Diver Room sweatshirt. So nice. Did yeah. you. Did you at your twenty first birthday get shit faced? Um, no, it was actually kind of funny because you know when you're in Vegas at midnight, you go just go to the, up to the blackjack table and say, "Hey, I'm twenty one now." And the guy looked at me, got my ID, and the dealer was kind of like, "Hmm, yeah, that's cool. That's yesterday or something." I was like, "No, it's right now." And then the next day, I go to the blackjack table, and the guy grabs my ID, and goes, "That's tomorrow." You're not 21 oh, yet. God. I'm like, no, it's today. <laughs> hey, come on, man. So, Give me a Vegas is a weird place to spend your 21st birthday. That's the only thing I know because that's where I was when I turned 21. But it was just kind of uh, everybody's up all the time, right? So there's yeah. not like this, like you wake up in the morning, you're 21. It's like at midnight, you're 21. So everything starts going at that point in time. But uh, t- uh, I mean... I think the next morning when I woke up, my brother-in-law, Joe, gave me a 22-ounce... A dog fart. <laughs> he gave me a Mickey's. Oh, okay. uh, and then when I turned 40, he actually gave me a 40-ounce bottle of Mickey's. So God, tradition kept giving. God, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Malt liquor. <laughs> fucking the shit's got to be cold. <clears throat> yeah. The, I had fake ID. Oh, okay. So I, I think by the time I my 21st birthday, I probably blew it out. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it was as big a deal. No, it wasn't as big a deal for me. I mean, we'd been drinking for quite a while, and I think Rafe probably has too. But still, being able to gamble. Actually, my sister said, she's like, it, it was probably cooler for him to be able to gamble on sports than it was to be able to drink alcohol legally. Because yeah. he actually won some money on Ricky Fowler this week, just like you and I did. So I think oh, he, yeah, booyah. He was a little late to the party because he didn't turn 21 until later in the week. But, uh, you know, while you and I took home, you know, $30 on $2 and 45 on $3, he took home probably 25 bucks on on a couple bucks. So, but Beautiful. he still cashed. So, congratulations, Rafe. So. All right, let's give a shout-out to our second sponsors, Valley Carpet Cleaning, carpet and upholstery in the Tri-County Portland metro area, occasionally in Washington and Salem. You can reach them at 503-277-9169, or you can check them out at www.valleycarpetcleaningllc.com. We've gone over a lot. What uh, Do you want to review the Travelers and Rocket Mortgage? Sure. I mean... That's what we got for golf. You and I were both just... Keegan won Travelers. That's (laughs) all we know. That's all we know. I feel like, as we talked about this in our production meeting, I feel like Keegan was kind of... If he wasn't wire to wire, he was just there the entire time. And and like in Keegan fashion, just did not draw my interest. (laughs) No. No. Uh, The guy guy makes my butt itch, which we haven't said that a long time on this show. Oh man, Keegan What's makes my butt itch. <laughs> yep, not like his his uh, his aunt. Yes. What's her name? You know his aunt is. Yeah, I can't remember her name, but she's a Bradley. Pat. Pat Bradley. Yeah, L- LPGA champion. Do you yeah, know how many times? Time. Do you know how many times she's won on the LPGA? A lot. Yeah, I don't even know, but yeah, she has she's won, won a lot. She's she's the best of the the Bradleys. In my for opinion, for sure, for sure, he's he's the hottest and the best, and but she does speak nicely of her 
nephew, Kegel. So, so let me ask you this, Todd. Who would you rather see in their underpants? Pat Bradshaw? Oh, definitely Pat. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> want to see Pat in her panties. Her panties and bra. <laughs> nice. Or, you know, with just panties, no bra. I'm in. There, there you go. I'm in. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I have for the travelers. He, I did hear that when he... So this was kind of a home event for him in Connecticut. It's up there in New England, they Right, say. right, right, right. Actually, I'm it, was, not very- it was kind of funny because uh, when Rocket Mortgage is going on, I told Olivia, I'm like, yeah, I think they're playing in Connecticut. I, I, I pronounce it Connecticut. Okay, that's <laughs> I, I think they're I think they're playing in Connecticut. She she looks at me. She goes, "That's random." I'm like, "That's <laughs> random." I'm like, what? "Any more random than like Michigan?" <laughs> right? Because <laughs> because yeah. then I said, "Actually, I'm wrong. They played in Connecticut last week. They're playing in Michigan this week." And she's and I'm like, "Is that random?" I'm like, "What do you mean it's random? Right. You got one out of fifty states to play in." It's, yeah, Sorry. and they don't have one here. They don't have one in, I guess you do if you got the corn fairy. No, not anymore. Oh, interesting. Nothing in Oregon. Uh, you know, he, so anyways, they say he's from New England, and so that's, he's been going there since he was like five years old. They showed a little picture of him as a little kid going to that tournament. Anyways, when he won, he took the trophy and took it to... Detroit, and yes. then had to FedEx it back to him. <laughs> what a son of a bitch move is that? You like it? Don't like it? Uh, oh, the biggest story of the week, the last couple of weeks, though, is the Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, Ricky's been on the prowl, and Big Rick made it happen this week. Mm. Big, big, big deal. I was super happy for this guy. I uh, can't call him a kid anymore. He's he's a dad. He's got a little yep. kid. Um, but Ricky Fowler, man, what a what an amazing story and just a great perspective and just a good, good human. The guy is always out there signing autographs. The guy, he has just got a great perspective on life. He has gone through so much, just the trials and tribulations of the game of golf, just the roller coaster of emotions over the last several years. And he finds himself in the winner's circle playing great golf, going to the Open Championship. The guy deserves a major. He's going to win a major. And he is he's on the top of his game right now. So fun. The I was at the Great Blues. And I was like, oh, shit, I should see if Carson Young is making a move to get to 10th place. And I see Who? Ricky's on hole 14. And... Morikawa's on 15, and this is at like 10 in the morning. I'm like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah. What? So s- some serious weather. So Thursday, Friday, the place was just blanketed in smoke from the Canadians. Yep. Oh, say Canada. Uh, anyway, sorry about that, Canada. I love you. I love you, Canada and North America. Anyways, they're smoked, smoked it up, and then there was a huge rainstorm. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't know I knew the, uh, I the national anthem to Canada. I didn't know that you knew that. the national uh, anthem to Canada. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Anyway, so that, that was a big storm. Ricky had to birdie the last hole to get into a playoff, and on uh, – Colin Morikawa was on, was in front of him, and as you saw, because you watched the replay, Colin Morikawa lipped out, yeah, to fucking win the golf tournament, yeah, on eighteen. Because if he, I guess it wouldn't have been to win because Ricky could have pulled out, but he almost had a two shot lead. Ricky goes there, looked like he tugged his drive, was in the second cut and hit it to four and a half feet, three feet three inches i believe because i was watching oh. it on my phone i couldn't i was at the denver airport and i'm like oh fuck olivia they've already started and so we were getting boarding the plane i'm literally refreshing my screen like just like right 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 and right, right. and i'm like i'm gonna waste my battery but um all for a good cause so i'm scrolling through scrolling through we get on the plane and I'm scrolling through. And I'm like, oh fuck, they're going to the playoff. Ricky, Ricky made this putt from three and a half feet or three feet three inches, whatever. So I'm watching on these shot tractors, 
And I'm like, oh, they're going to playoff. I'm like, I wonder if they started yet. I'm going like this, going like this. And they're like, put, please put your phone in airplane mode. And oh, like, shut oh. up. So I actually do it. And I'm like, as we're taxiing out and we're about to take off, I'm like, all right, I'm going back. So I go just back in and Olivia's like, what are you doing? And I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And it just pops up. All I see next to Ricky Fowler's name is a one. It doesn't say T1, right? Because it used to, if they're still right, in the right. playoff, it says T1. And all I see is one. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, I just, and then I just put it back in airplane mode and I don't check it until I get back home. So I don't really know what happens until I get back home. And then I watch the the uh, delayed version or whatever last night fell asleep a little bit as they were coming in, but then I saw Ricky win. So it was pretty cool. That putt 12 feet looked up the hill, broke a little right, caught the right edge, went in and his reaction was just kind of looking up like finally, yeah, finally. And his caddy, Lost his shit. Did you see that guy jumping around like a monkey? <laughs> it was great. It was great because, I mean, I think it kind of spoke to his caddy reacted like everyone in America. Yeah, His caddy reacted like, fuck yeah. But Ricky reacted exactly how we would all feel like Ricky re- reacted. Like, <sighs> finally. finally, it's done. And- it's over. Because you know what? If he goes through another drought like that, I think it's over. I think, I mean, not over for him, <clears throat> but it won't be, has, have as much impact he as, as it has, does now. He just has to pray because he got a witch <clears throat> doctor and said, I'm tired of playing <laughs> shitty. Who, 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 who and they're like, okay, you can give it to Jordan, yeah. you can give it to Smiley. Or you can give it to JT. He's like, fuck, JT, or Jordan's already playing like shit. I'm going to give it to JT. And JT is fucking playing like ass. I don't know who JT's (laughs) going to give it to, but he is like, hey, hey, Ricky. Why would you give it to Smiley? He just walks on the golf course, following these guys. Well, that's exactly you can. So you got to give him to to Jordan or JT. So now JT's going to be like, hey, Ricky, I want to, can you give me that number, that witch doctor that you talked to? Because you're really playing great, and I'm playing terrible, and I, I want to get off of it. Oh, uh, man, that's funny. Ricky Ricky uh, gives a lot of credit to Butch. Not Claude. Right. But Butch. Excuse and, me, Kathy and Joy. I didn't, line, did not mean to clear my throat like that. That was so oh, rude to me. going to be so fucking mad at you. Um, the... What what is Ricky doing differently? He hits a little cut off the 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 driver, you know, off the tee, and it goes. It only goes like two hundred and eighty nine yards in the air, but it's a fairway finder, and he's found his putting. Yes, that that's basically it, and it's awesome. And I I don't think he's playing this week at the John Deere. No, he's not. But I sure as hell like him i don't hate him for the uh open championship i don't either it's uh it'll be interesting i mean it kind of changes the landscape of golf right yeah because when jordan was kind of going through his stuff and then he won what he won valero last year or something like that i can't remember what what he ended up winning yeah it was valero yeah and then um kind of changed the landscape. Like, Oh, I'm going to pick Jordan for the masters or I'm going to pick Jordan for this. And now it's like, okay, well, what, I mean, we've been picking Ricky the last few weeks and we've been talking about Ricky. He's, he's on this yep. comeback. He's going to win. He's playing great. Yep. Um, just didn't, I, I actually wasn't sure like how soon it would happen, but man, he's been sustaining this good quality golf for a while. Yeah. And he very well could roll right into the open championship and, and do it. So we'll see. We'll see. Adam Hadwin playing better. He he yes. he got into the playoff. Didn't do anything. Lucas Glover T four shoots a little sixty five on Sunday, sixty four on Saturday. Three hundred seventy thousand dollars. Three hundred thirty three. Yeah, his and wife was like, said, "You better go out there tomorrow and fucking shoot a great run. I'm gonna kick your fucking ass tomorrow afternoon. Need a new fucking purse." <laughs> <laughs> so he 
He's trending. Adam Shank, uh, that guy has been up there. And Brian Harmon, T9, uh, Malnati. So it'll be interesting because a bunch of these dudes are going over to this next week at the John Deere. <clears throat> Ludwig Eberg. 65-67 on Thursday and Friday, and then 73-72. Oh, yeah. That was Dick's pick for the U.S. Open that didn't play. Oh. <laughs> Dick's pick that didn't play. Oh, that's amazing. Paul Haley, the second. T-83, dollars Fuck yeah. That's the pick that made me have the house money in, in yeah. DraftKings right now. That's right. Genius. So that's all I have on the rocket. Uh, let's talk uh, John Deere Classic then. So we're out at, gosh, Silvis, Illinois, TPC Deer Run, 7,258 yards, par 71 is what I have down here. Uh, do you know who the returning champion is, Todd? JT Poston. Nice. Good call. I should have nice. had a pop quiz. Do you know who holds the course record out there and win? Zach Johnson, 1999. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you shoot? I don't fucking know. I just made that up. Okay. So the course record is 59. And it was in 2010. So that would have been... <laughs> He'll never guess. I'll give you a million guesses, and you'll never guess Paul Goidos. <laughs> wow, Paul the Goiter Goidos. Yeah. You would, you would never would have guessed that guy. Nope, never in a million years. I would have given you a list. I, I would have given you a list. I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking to see if I see his name. Gordon Sargent, <laughs> Paul Goidos, Jim Cagley, Matt no. Kuchar. Although I mean, you would you think if there, you, I, I don't know if he won. I don't know if he actually won. He shot a 59. You know what? Though? They should do something that if you ever shoot a 59 in a golf tournament, you should get a lifetime exemption in that golf tournament. I agree. Yeah. So you and I, we should be the GM yeah. and the president. I mean, we would be able to knock some shit out of the you park You want to be here. COO and I'll be. <laughs> I'll be whatever you want me to be. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, okay, John Deere. So here's the big story for me this week is Peter Quest is in the field because uh, he was the Monday qualifier for the Rocket Mortgage who missed a putt to get a special exemption of the PGA Tour. He was that close to being able to get like a special exemption as a PGA Tour member for, I don't know if you just get it for the rest of the year, but whatever it was, he missed it by a shot. But he, was able, but, but he was able to qualify for the John Deere Classic for the next week. So he's playing in it. So Peter Quest, check him out. So uh, we've been talking about Monday qualifiers a little bit here and there. And I picked a Monday qualifier, uh, I believe, for travelers. Uh, didn't really pan out like I thought. But he did um, – God, I can't remember the kid's name. Uh, he did have a great first and second round that kind of fell way back on Saturday. Um, but check this kid out, Peter Quest. That might be a pretty good value bet for some of you out there. A couple bucks on Peter Quest, the top five, top ten, maybe. No, it was funny because Dominic Marconi was texting me about your pick, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find it. <laughs> He's like, "What the uh, fuck, Svoboda? Yes, Svoboda, Svoboda, <laughs> Svoboda." So Voboda's in it. Yeah. He kept he kept he hitting me up. I'm like, Jesus. Nice, dude. You? I yeah, like so that. So the, the the Dom, he he listens to what's going on and he that Savoboda so excited him. Nice. I like that. I like that we were uh, getting some excitement out there from some of our fans. So Dom, Dom, I will tell you right now, I'm gonna make a pet a bet on Peter Quest. At least top ten, if not better. So maybe, maybe a couple of bets. Made or, gosh, you know what though? We even talked. Quest is plus sixty five hundred to win. We were even talking about um, that Corey Connors is maybe the last Monday qualifier to win on the PJ Tour. Maybe Peter Quest. Although Peter Quest wouldn't be the Monday qualifier this week, so. But it'd yeah. still be a great story. Oh, sure. God, I'd be hard-pressed to maybe put a couple bucks for him to win, maybe $5 top 10. Yep. I like it. He's riding the train, dude. 
Yep. Peter Quest. You got to. You got to. JT Poston's I, probably obviously a good pick. He clearly plays well there. He, he won last year. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm looking at this list. Denny McCarthy. Who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Denny McCarthy? Who? <laughs> the, the guy is, he's the favorite. Okay. And at plus 1,400. How is Denny McCarthy the favorite? Because he just plays pretty decent. Nobody's heard of him. Because nobody Russell, else. Yeah. Russell Henry, Cam Young. I don't Nope. Oh, yeah. Ludwig, Russell Henry. Yes. Ludwig Aberg. I have no trust. But who I do have trust in, Adam Hadwin, Adam Shank, and Keith Mitchell. Eric Cole. Eric Cole. He, he, I bet oh, yeah, Eric Cole 3, top 000. 10, maybe. Yeah, that, I like that. Christian Bezadenhut, plus 4,500. He's been playing decent. I wouldn't mind putting a few bucks on that guy to do a top 10. There you go. Uh, that's a decent value bet. And you know what? I'm going to do Shea Rive at some point. What about? I don't know if it's top 10 or top 20. Brendan Todd, plus 6,500. Marty Doe. Our yep. Doe would be he's he he's putting together some good rounds. Uh, Callum Terran, he's been up there. Yeah, dude, man, Peter Quest just shot his load last week. Now it's just hard to be able to bet on him. Two bucks give me forty two for a top five. Eh. Sorry, yeah. Dom, I'm not going to bet on Peter Quest. Not the value bet that I thought it was because he just played too well last week. What about Matt Kuchar? That old son of a bitch. Uh, with his arm anchoring putting. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad bet, but he's not going to give any money to his caddy for what we... (laughs) Whatever he does. Derek Ernst? Let's look Mm -hmm. at these guys at the bottom, like DA points, top top $2 for a top five will give me $802. (laughs) No, no DA points. That's just throwing $2 in the toilet. (laughs) What about about Derek Lamely? I don't know. D- Dave Lipsky and I like, uh, I mean, shoot, Callum, Callum Terran is plus 7,500 to win. All right. That guy's going to be a top 10 guy here pretty quick. Yeah, I'm going to do this right now. Kyle Westmoreland, $2. I'm going to place this bet for a top five. Gets me $202. Boom. Boom. Kyle Westmoreland out of the Air Force Academy. Hoorah. There you go. I just did it. I just did kid. it. Yeah, you did. You got a, You got some f- play funny money. There you go. <clears throat> I'm going to make some more picks, but that's just what I did. Just live right here on the Divot Room. I hope I can find some time to drive to Oregon and maybe make some picks. I don't know. I mean, I'm very busy. Yeah, you don't have any reason to come to Oregon anymore. <laughs> what are you going to do? When, when I got to buy groceries, go to Costco, <laughs> save some money. Yeah, no sales tax. Oh, man. All right, let's talk ding-dongs and trunk slammers. I put down, so when I was in Denver, uh, Olivia and I ran to the grocery store and on our way back. I, I can't remember if she was with me or not, but anyways, um, I'm standing there or sitting there in my car at a left turn signal, and I see this guy on the corner. looked like he was off for a run. I was like, okay, that's cool. That guy's off for a run. And all of a sudden, no he's shirt. Just, yeah, he's no shirt. But then he's just kind of dancing. And he starts staring cars down like, mm. and then just, mm, just flexing for cars. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> and then he kind of started kind of jiving a little bit more. Like he's waiting for the crosswalk. And I'm like, this guy's just waiting for a run. And then some cars would go by and he'd look at another car and just, like did it like three times when I was sitting for there for this red light. Was he yoked? No, he was like I don't know six two, like one seventy. Like looked oh, like a runner, guy. right? Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like nice. No, built like me Are about you're... ten years ago. Not right now, but <laughs> you're like, honey, roll up the window, lock the door. <laughs> I did see the guy the next day. I think with his shirt on, but he wasn't doing the same thing. It was kind of funny. My ding dong is Al. Yasser Al, Ramian, and Greg Norman for Gregory. kind of being busy, didn't be too busy to go talk to the Senate committee. Yeah. Well, neither one of them are, are Americans, so why would they? Well, because they're trying to get in bed with the Americans That's and true. have a partnership. 
you should probably show up. Yeah. But they're very yeah. busy. Yeah. My pronouns are U S and A. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> oh, man. Olivia will be proud of me for doing that. I got to scream like an eagle after that, though. Like, ah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Trunk slammers. I had Colin Morikawa, a great round, but just came in. Uh, he came from behind. He was, he was a few holes ahead of Ricky Fowler, I think, when they finished up. But, uh, just wasn't his time. Big Rick came in. Who do you have? I know who you have, but explain. It, it, it's JT, who's just been fucking terrible shooting 76 on Thursday. When people are, you know, if you haven't gone four under, you, you, you're just getting lapped. Yeah. So I, I got him. I mean, the only person that basically did worse was Tom Hoagie sandwich with a 79 on Thursday. Jeez. I would pay a million bucks to shoot a 79 right now. God. Uh, I mean, come on. Those guys are good. I know. I mean, when the winning score is minus 24, Jiminy Christmas. Yeah. You got anything else, dude? Nope. My watch is telling me to stand up. Yeah, me too. I got to make another cocktail. All right. Will you go grab another cocktail? I will close this out, and then we'll meet back up on the other side. Everyone, be good humans. Have a great week, except for Patrick Reed.